Do you feel like your good intentions and plans are constantly being thrown off by unexpected expenses? Here's how to prepare for unforeseen expenses in three different areas. Hey, hey, and welcome back to the Prosperous Life Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about how you can prepare yourself for unexpected expenses. Planning ahead is one of the best things you can do for yourself and your wallet. And that is why today we will dive into how planning ahead can help you be more prepared for unexpected expenses. And I put unexpected in air quotes because many of the expenses you are probably classifying as unexpected now are actually very predictable. So in today's episode, we'll go into planning ahead in three areas to help you avoid being thrown off by unforeseen expenses. The first area is to save money by planning ahead for events and appointments. Most people have the basics of planning down pretty well. If not, we would all always show up late and unprepared to everything. Still, it's good to take a moment every month to go over your calendar to make sure everything is in there. Also take the time to jot down any preparations you might have to do, like getting a form signed or bringing something along, before going to that event or appointment. So now that you have made sure that your calendar is up to date, let's move on to the bit where we will actually start preparing for unexpected expenses. I made a list of some questions to help you make sure you won't be surprised by having to spend money you didn't plan on. The first question is, do any of your upcoming appointments require you to travel? If so, schedule in the time to make sure you can walk, cycle or take public transportation there instead of having to jump in the car at the last minute and having to get gas on the way. The second question is, will you be away from home for a long period of time and or are you gone during regular mealtimes? If either of these is the case, make sure that you prepare something to drink and a healthy meal or snack in advance so you won't be forced to whip out your wallet because of completely predictable hunger pangs on the way. And the third question is, are you meeting friends or family this month? If you have yet to decide what to do with them, opt for activities that your wallet will appreciate. For example, buy a nice bottle of wine to enjoy together at home instead of opting to go to a bar because it's the only thing you could think of at the last minute. If you've already determined where you're going to be going or what you're going to do, account for it in your fun money budget for the month because this is not an unexpected expense. You can use these three questions to help get you started planning for your day-to-day unexpected expenses. And I'm sure there are even more ways you can plan ahead to prevent being surprised by having to spend. The second area we will look at is planning for unexpected big expenses and purchases. By planning ahead on the day-to-day unexpected expenses, you've already saved yourself a ton of stress and possibly a lot of money. Now let's look at how to plan for unforeseen big expenses and purchases. I'm going to go into two big areas that can derail people's plans. There are more, but I promise short episodes and I'm sure you can use these principles to come up with more areas that are applicable to your life. The first area is gifts. These might not be big expenses by themselves, but if you have three unexpected birthdays in a month, it can be a big setback for your spending plan. When it comes to gifts, I have two things to help you plan a bit further ahead. The first is to make sure you create a yearly overview of all the occasions where you will be expected to bring gifts. Note down all the birthdays and anniversaries and what you would usually spend per person. Add in the holidays, any upcoming showers, weddings, other celebrations, and include gatherings like dinner parties where you might be expected to bring something for the host. When you add it all up and divide it by 12, you have your monthly gift budget. 
Put this aside and use it when any of the above mentioned events requires you to bring a gift. Now, there might still be some occasions where you weren't anticipating having to bring a gift, but you are expected to anyway. That's where number two comes in. After making your yearly overview, the cases where you weren't anticipating to have to bring a gift should be rare. So you can do two things. You can either increase your gift budget by 10% to account for the few unexpected expenses, or you can choose to just cash flow them that month. Seasonal expenses is the second area we will look at. Think things like garden maintenance, a new winter coat in fall, new Christmas decorations in December, but also new work attire when you start a new job, things for a baby that is almost due, replacement of sporting gear or a suit for an upcoming wedding. I can go on. All the things that you don't necessarily spend on every month or even every year, but that you know are coming up at some point. If there is one thing to know about these types of irregular expenses is that you, to a certain extent, know that they are coming up and that you will definitely pay top dollar when you wait until the last minute to get them. These types of expenses are one of the reasons why I personally prefer to plan my spending yearly instead of monthly. That way I can account for them ahead of time, make sure I have the money tucked away for when the purchase comes and I can strike when there is a great deal. So have a look around your house and on your calendar at the months ahead to see if any of these types of expenses are coming up soon and make sure you account for them in your plan the same way you did with the gifts. So, what to do when a real emergency happens? You might be thinking, Marilyn, what do I do when an emergency happens? Like my car or my washing machine breaking down or an unexpected visit to the emergency room? In this case... I would say there are two things you can do to prevent your plans from being completely derailed. The first is to prevent these things from happening in the first place. I know a trip to the ER is probably not something you can plan, but hear me out. Imagine you've been having a dull pain in your molar that turns into a big stabbing pain one night. You call the dentist to go in for an emergency late night appointment, and it turns out it has to be removed. Hello, big dentist Bill. Or maybe your washing machine has been making a sound like it's going to drill a hole in the floor for a year. And one day when you come home after work, it's fried and your floor is flooded. Hello, new washing machine and cleaning costs. Both of these scenarios have something in common. And that is that preventative maintenance might have, yes, prevented the emergency from arising at all. Make sure that you include maintenance on yourself, your living space, your vehicle and your large appliances in your plan to help you prevent these unexpected expenses. And that also goes for saving up to replace something. If your washing machine has been making sounds for a year, that is a year you could have used to put some money aside to replace it when the time came to eventually replace it. And that brings me to the second thing you can do in case of emergencies, the truly unpredictable and completely unexpected emergencies that we all hope never to deal with, but inevitably have to at some point. Make sure you save up an emergency fund to cover these emergencies. That's what your emergency fund is for. You'll mostly hear people talking about $1,000, but I'd recommend to start with saving up at least one month of living expenses to give you a little bit more security and wiggle room. And once you're there, make sure to look at the blog post I previously wrote on the subject to calculate your ideal emergency fund amounts. All right. That was a lot of information in just a few short minutes, so let's wrap it up. We went over three ways to prepare for unforeseen expenses to make sure you're not thrown off by unexpected expenses all the time. 
The first area was planning ahead for appointments and events to make sure you won't be surprised by having to whip out your wallet on the go. The second area was planning big purchases and expenses, where we had a look at planning ahead for two types of expenses, gifts and seasonal expenses. And last but not least, we had a look at what counts as an emergency, how to prevent them if possible, and what to do when the truly unexpected happens. Planning ahead is one of the best things you can do for yourself and your wallet. And I hope that this episode will help you prevent being thrown off by unexpected expenses in the future. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next week. Bye! I hope that listening to this week's episode inspired you to take action to improve your finances. If you're ready to go from overwhelmed to in control, go to marjoreincock.com forward slash masterclass to sign up for the free training I created to help you get started. Thanks again for listening and I'd love to see you back next week.